Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Well, good morning and welcome to the Weekly Business Hour. This is Rick Schussler. I'm the host of the Weekly Business Hour as well as being a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com. Appreciate you joining us today. I think we've lined up a good show. We've got some business news. We've got some business information. And we've got some conversation that started uh, in the last couple of weeks, and we're going to address that as well. Got a mailbag item. we got a little bit of everything for you today. So let's get to it. Uh, we are broadcasting live today from the studios of Lone Star Community Radio, downtown Conroe, first floor of City Hall, right in the middle of what's happening in Conroe and Montgomery County. It's the fastest growing city of its size in the country, according to the latest statistics released by the Census Bureau. So you can't be in a better place to be in business, that's for sure. Well, let's start with a little business news that I think you can use. I don't know for our local people whether you caught it in last week in our Conroe Courier newspaper, but the city administrator and chief financial officer both are no longer with the city. Uh, this leaves a hole. They're going to assume have to find people to fill. But a lot of change is going on at City Hall right now. So keep your eyes open because what happens at City Hall, obviously, in the long run, does affect you and your business. Uh, the price of gas continues to trend down. That's been an interesting for me, uh, one for me. Uh, across the state of Texas, it's down just uh, quite a bit less than 1% for last week. According to U.S. Ener Energy Information Administration, they do a short-term energy outlook from week to week. And they said expect by the end of the year, and to me this is important, they're projecting $3.21 a gallon, which according to what I paid at the pump last week uh, is going to be another $0.10, $0.20 or even more depending on where you are in the state of Texas. So apparently our gas is going to get a little less expensive, but no way, no how is it like it was a year or two ago. Uh, new business, the MoCo Food Hall opened in Conroe. It was a big event a week ago Saturday. Uh, great venue, had wonderful turnout of people, all kinds of things uh, to do there, places to eat, a uh, good crowd of people. Downtown Conroe, for those who have not visited or do business here, is really, really blossoming out. It's a great place to come, particularly in the evenings, lots of places to eat, lots of places to drink, if that's something you're looking to do. But a lot of wonderful people uh, actually out on the streets going from place to place. Neat place to come if you haven't been downtown. Then I encourage you, come down and check on the businesses in downtown Conroe. The weekly business hour is where Montgomery County and businesses, in fact, throughout the world through the Internet, IRLoneStar.com, connect to talk about the latest in business news, ideas to improve your business, and to be part of the conversations that ultimately can make a real difference in your business. Reminder, the show is being broadcast live on video as well. Just go to YouTube or Facebook, type in the Weekly Business Hour, look at the page, click on it, and you can watch as well as listen to the program if you so choose. And also, I remind you, if you've got a question... Uh, comment about the show, the format, the issues. You've got something you'd like us to talk about, or you've got an issue in your own business. Just drop me an email. It's real easy. Send it to one, that's the number one, bestconsult at gmail.com. One bestconsult at gmail.com. Well, today I'm going to do something a little bit different. I had a conversation recently with a good friend of this show, Dr. Patrick Woke. Uh, you may recall, if you've watched the show, Dr. Woke is the director at UST's McNair Center for Entrepreneurship and Free Enterprise. And he has been very, very active in the community uh, here in Montgomery County, of course, Harris County, where the University of St. Thomas main campus is. They have a campus here, though, in Conroe. And they, he has been very active in promoting and 
providing entrepreneurship education. Uh, most recently, we interviewed some of the vets. They had a special program set up for our vets to come in and get some training on how to be a better entrepreneur and hopefully be more successful. And they've got a new program they've come out recently, and it's really interesting to me and shows the width and the breadth uh, and the real opportunity about for those who want to be in business for themselves. Uh, it's a big part of this, and uh, the feeling at the University of St. Thomas apparently is that we need to open that opportunity up to as many people for many backgrounds as we can. So I hope you'll listen to that conversation. In that conversation, I not only have Dr. Woke, but I also have his uh, uh, Dr. Tara Torres. She's the program chair of UST's Associates of Applied Science and Pragmatic Studies. Boy, that is a mouthful. But Dr. Torres has got a great perspective uh, and brings this to the team of her and Dr. Woke the opportunity to find some success, I think. But they're putting on an entrepreneur workshop uh, for PIDD. That's people with physical, intellectual, development disabilities. So you heard that right. Giving the people in our community that may have a physical, intellectual, or development disability the opportunity to be an entrepreneur. This is really interesting stuff, folks. And I think that's there's something in this conversation, even if you don't fit in that category, to understand what's going on and how it might benefit you. So please sit back, grab a pen or pencil, a pad, or pull up to your computer and take notes as you listen to a conversation with Dr. Woke, Dr. Torres, talking about their new program at the University of St. Thomas directly aimed at the PID population in our community. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've uh, taken the show back on the road and we're out talking to other business people, business experts. And in this case, I think we've got a real treat for you. We're gonna be talking about entrepreneurial education and visiting with our friends at the University of St. Thomas. Of course, that can mean only one thing. We're talking about to Dr. Patrick Woke, uh, Director of the University of St. Thomas McNair Center for Entrepreneurialism and Free Enterprise. Patrick, how are you today? Rick, always a pleasure. It's great seeing you again. And it's great to be, great to be back on the, the weekly business hour. You know, um, we're just always excited to talk about entrepreneurship. You know, I'm always fired up, always trying to get out there in the community and really just, you know, share. And as you, you and I were talking about a little bit earlier, I mean, Houston, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, this is the place to be. This and Montgomery County are the place to be entrepreneurs here in this next coming 10, maybe 20, and I would even say the next 50 years. So, I, you know, talking about entrepreneurship, that's just to me, just like, you know, being in Houston. Yeah, they kind of go hand in hand, and I agree with you. And it's been that way, of course, I was born and raised here and saw family business just bloom and got into other businesses. It's been a great, great place since the second war, if you go back to talk to my dad or grandfather. So uh, it's generational. So, and it's still moving forward. Well, today, uh, you know, one of the things you and I talked about off air, I mentioned briefly, you know, entrepreneurial education, as you well know, some people get it, some people don't. Uh, you know, to be an entrepreneur, I just got to get a good idea and make a little checklist maybe and on the back of a napkin at the coffee shop and I can go get business. Uh, but I'm amazed. I mean, schools like the Wharton School of Business at University of Penn, MIT, of course, we got U of H, who typically is up there at number one or two in, in evaluations of doing a great program. Entrepreneurial education is just really, really blowing up. It's everywhere in many different forms. What do you attribute that to? I mean, this educational component is really come front and center. Well, I think I think a few things, and I I'll, I'll probably get some dissenters on this, but I'll, I'll I think it's a few things out there. First of all, I think in some ways, Rick, we've reached we reached a wall, a short term wall, and like you know, how do we where do we go from here in regard to our business, in regard to our, um, you know, our, our ventures out there. You know, I, I look back at the 2000s, early 2000s, and it was all about outsourcing. You know, that was the way that we were going to make money, right? And so a lot of these, a lot of these businesses, good or bad, you know, they, they uh, put a portion or a part of their business, some all of their business abroad, you know. And, is, and what happened is I think over the last five years, and you and I have seen this with the, 
the, all the cost increases and the inflation, all those benefits have declined, right? And so now I think a lot of people are looking at how can we bring business back to the United States? Where a lot of us who never left, or a lot of us who are here, you know, investing already, we're we're excited. We're excited that big businesses and some of those operations are moving back, and it just fueled to the fire of the entrepreneurial spirit that we have here already. And so I think there is a couple, you know, that's a larger trend going on. And I think also, Rick, you know, after post-COVID, you know, we had a lot of people, this resignation, you've heard this resignation uh, uh, generation, right? Um, I think a lot of people, they resigned. They said, I can do it better. I can make it better. I can have a better life. And I said, yeah, you know, go out and do it. And we're here for, you know, for our students and for people in the community, our alumni, we are here for them. You know, if they, if they want to resign and start a business, hey, I did it and my dad did it. And I think that's one of the greatest things you can do is you know, take, take the bull by, as they say, take the bull by your horns and go out there and make something. Well, I'm just amazed with what you're doing and what the University of St. Thomas, I mean, you've developed some very specific programs. I know we, the last time you were on, we talked about the entrepreneurship program focusing on veterans. Uh, which I understand has been very successful. Uh, and now you've got a new focus. And, and I really want to talk about it today because as you look into it and I read some of your information and uh, print material that was available, it's a very, very interesting, but it's got to be a very challenging program for University of St. Thomas and everybody's affiliated with it to put on. So tell us about this newest program and uh, who you're focusing on and why you're doing it. And uh, Introduces though first you your special guest, uh, Tara well, Torres is with us and tell us all about her. Well, I was very blessed. Now, we you know we're at the same time as we have a very focus on community and serving the underserved communities and helping, you know, helping everyone equally, right? And I remember um, many years ago being in a little city city called Dingle in Ireland, and there's a stone that overlooks uh, planted there on by the beach that overlooks the ocean. And it's a society is only as great as it treats the, 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 the lessest of all. And what it says is those people who have the less advantages, how we take care of them and appreciate them and empower them is how we really are as a society, right? And I think St. Thomas really, you know, we, we may not be as big as U of H as you said, or maybe not be a rice, but in the area of helping community and society, that's our, that, that is our absolute focus. And I've been very blessed to have uh, Terry uh, on, on our team. Terry run, run, heads up the Pragmatic Studies group, um, Pragmatic Studies, sorry, not group, at the University of St. Thomas. And she is an amazing go-getter, uh, real, uh, you know, a, a great partner to have. And we put together this program, her and I, uh, mostly led by her, um, how, to, how to inspire entrepreneurism and those people who are physically and intellectually uh, developmentally disabled. It's called PIDD. And I'll let her talk a little bit about her area and what she's doing. But I, I tell you, I, uh, Rick, I couldn't have a better partner. And she is just, she is dedicated. And she, this is a person who really, you know, embraces uh, her, her field in education. Uh, my name is Tara Torres. Uh, thank you, Patrick, um, for having me on. And thank you, Rick, for sure. Um, I am a faculty member at University of St. Thomas. And I've, uh, this is my 13th year here. I work specifically with people who learn differently, people who do life differently. And I'll tell you about my background just to see a kind of a frame of reference. Um, I've been a special educator. This is my 21st or 22nd year. I don't remember. Um, I'm also an educational diagnostician by trade. So um, I can diagnose people as having learning disabilities or intellectual disabilities, um, et cetera. And one of the, one of my, my research interests really come down to access for people with disabilities. If, if you do life differently, if you do things differently, if you don't um, fit into the proverbial box somehow, um, do you still have access to everything that other people that are, that are doing life the same way um, have access to? And my experience has been no, there's, there's no access. There's no access to post-secondary uh, um, opportunities like college. There's no access to the job market. There's certainly no access to learning business um, ideas or entrepreneurial skills. There's 
in this population, we've never had access to any of that. Um, so when Dr. Whoop contacted me about, about potentially putting this whole thing together, um, initially I thought, what? You want to you teach people that do life differently how to be entrepreneurs? Because we, we've never had such an opportunity before. So this is super exciting. This is super exciting. You, you have ADHD or you have autism or you have dyslexia or you have executive functioning difficulties or, or you have anxiety difficulties you, and you have a good idea um, and you want to learn how to be an entrepreneur, then this is the place for you. And to even have that opportunity to even say that is amazing to me. Well, it definitely is amazing. I mean, when I first saw this information, uh, and I said to myself, because we have a daughter, our oldest daughter has been teaching and working in special ed about it as long as you have. And, uh, and in the primary school, high school, you know, area and uh, the school district, public school districts. But uh, and I listened to what she does and, you know, the passion she carries and how she always talks about progress. And so there's obviously an opening there. And then, of course, it's Patrick uh, alluded to entrepreneurs. We need them. We need all of them. Right. And right. so if this opportunity is there for these folks, along with anyone else to, to learn a little bit and connect with their idea to make it, uh, you know, reality, then it's a neat idea that I definitely would support trying it out. See if it works, see what happens now, you know, something, something I'll tell you, Rick, do you know, um, and I don't know if, if you knew this or if the community that we're speaking to knows this, people that do life differently um, are the most creative people on the planet. That's where the game changers are. If you think of all the great ideas that have come across in history, all of the great inventions, all of the, um, the, the thought patterns, all of those things came from great thinkers that did things differently. All of them. And not, we're not just talking about, you know, the classic, well, Albert Einstein had autism. We're not just talking about that. We're talking about, if you can trace back any good idea, anything that worked, anything that, that, that um, moved the needle, that pushed society forward. It came from somebody who did life in a different way, always, every time. You know, so, of you course, that's where we're going to get these ideas from. You know, you mentioned that uh, we have a grandchild who's now four who was born with spina bifida. And she is a very creative individual. Yep. Uh, Always. Conversationalist and the bright. She just is yep. just really interesting to be with. Lots of fun and very, very active. And so uh, I, I kind of get a small sense of what you're saying. Yep. Uh, just, just dealing with a four-year-old, if you will. So. Well, yeah. And so now, now to have this with this entrepreneurial education, now, we're talking about going to these people that have these ideas and helping them cultivate these ideas and helping them pull the ideas out, bring them to fruition and see what it's like to take something from start to finish, to create something for, and take that, that creation from start to finish. And I, in my opinion, that's what we're all supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be creators. Um, that's, how we, that's how we improve society. That's how we make things better. We create. And now we're going to bring that opportunity to create to a whole group of people and where all those ideas have been sitting all this time. That's fantastic. Yeah. The productivity has been withheld. And yep. going to be yep. with Patrick, I'm amazed. I mean, uh, as Tara mentioned, you know, the connection of university of St. Thomas of bringing this concept or idea to entrepreneurship, right. Uh, and how did that happen? I mean, who was the creator of that idea of making the connection? Well, Rick, I would say it's more of an inspiration um, from being at St. Thomas. You know, one of the things uh, Dr. Ludwig has been very inspiring is really getting, oh, back yes. to, getting back to our Catholic roots, right? And really understanding that, you know, the, the, the cardinal rules and what, what's behind Catholicism. And even more so, you know, being a Christian to, to one another, let's say it in that way. And I, one of the things that I think um, we try to do, and sometimes successful, sometimes not, is 
you know, we, um, especially at some of, like when I first came, let's, let's say it this way, when I first came to St. Thomas, I tried to include, I tried to have entrepreneurship and then try to include Christ, Christian values in it, right? So it's like I had this plan and then for lack of a better word, slapped on Christianity, okay, for lack, for lack of a better word, okay? And then, and after a while, it worked, you know, I, I, I had some of the teachings and some of the discussions and some of the philosophies in my class conscious, you know, being a conscientious capital, you know, thinking about others in, in, in the way that you deal with your community and in dealing with your own spiritual self. And then I, ha I, I had an epiphany. I said, how can we get back? How can we originate? Instead of taking a program and slapping it on, how can we originate a program that's built at the core from Catholic or in Christian values and bring it up? That's that's heart and soul Christian values and bring it into fruition into the business world. And that's where this idea came from is, you know, the leadership of, of uh, Dr. Ludwig and the inspiration he provided me. And of course, having amazing resources like Tara, you know, it, it's inspiring. You know, I think if I didn't have Dr. Ludwig to, to lead us and if I didn't have Tara there to, to help me understand, this would never happen. And I think that's one of the differentiators of St. Thomas is, you know, as you pointed out, in this, in, in Houston, we have U of H, we have Rice, we have HCC, which also is one of the top entrepreneurial schools. We are never going to be one of them. Never going to happen, right? You can, you can try, and I'm sorry if I'm probably upsetting someone, right? But it's never going to happen. But if we can focus on what it is to be a Christian, what it is to be a Catholic, and bring up programs from those things. And that will not only differentiate ourselves, but as you said, Rick, find a different unique market that's not being served and bring them up, empower them, right? And I think that's the beauty of this program is it empowers a, a group of people and empowers it. And, and it does something that St. Thomas, only St. Thomas, and maybe a few other schools out there, but primarily St. Thomas is good at, is these values. And so, Everything we do in the program, everything the program's built is from those values, right? And so that's that's where it came from. And I think it's a it's a beautiful thing. And as I said, I could not do it without without you know Tara's support. She's just phenomenal. And you know, it, and it's going to be. Don't get me wrong. I mean, this is early days, so it's going to be a lot of work. You know, as you know, Rick, it's always a, you know hard work you get to put in the beginning. But our goal is to build something really you know beautiful. And something that's really you know connected to the community. Well, you know, you mentioned Dr. Ludwig and his inspiration, and one of the things uh, comments I read in some of the print material you have is a quote from him, and it really kind of made me stop for a moment and really contemplate. But the quote was, "It is our mission, as part of God's family, to help students find their gifts, especially those in society yes. who are often overlooked." And, yes. Uh, that sounds like a motto to me, the old motto. This is our motto. This is what we do, our mission statement, whatever you want to call it. But it, it obviously comes right from the heart. And uh, and you're making this happen. And I understand the name of this program, of this workshop that you're putting together is Grace. Uh, talk about that a little bit. What a title. That's, if I can say, that's a catchy title. Well, like 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 all administrators, we go back and forth on the on the name, so it's it's not hundred percent. But uh, I think in in Tara and I have talked about it back and forth as well, you know. Uh, but the uh, let me just deal with the origination of that name. I th you know when I was thinking about the term grace, it has you know so many different connotations, right? But but one of the things is you know when we have grace in the world right? It's almost like God's empowerment in us, right? It is the grace that we bestow, not only on ourselves, but on the community at large. It is the grace in which we are, right? And, and so me, to me, it was a very beautiful, it is a beautiful word that has so many elegant con connotations, but I think it also, in a very subtle way, looks at empowerment, you know, it looks at the empowerment of Maybe not physical empowerment, but spiritual empowerment, right? And I think that's the original, um, the meaning of, of 
where we came about for that phrase. I don't know, Tara, what did you think about grace when you saw that? We, we, you had a little acronym you were working on. And, and, and to be frank with you, it may not be the word we, it may not be the name of the program we end with, but it's something yeah. that we originally originated with, so. Well, um, the, the empowerment piece of the word grace um, definitely spoke to me as well. Um, and I'll tell you this, several years ago, um, my priest gave a homily at church about um, creating. And he said, um, you know, God cre created us um, and he charged us to be creators as well. We're supposed to create. And when you create something, the way you know if it was, um, if it was really God gifted or if it was what your motivations were or if it's going to work is you check the fruit of that creation always check the fruit fruits of the spirit etc cetera, etc cetera. and so with creating anything comes empowerment and sometimes that word grace can be it, it's used in so many different ways it's a it's a very um it is a beautiful word but it's used in in terms of empowerment what we're saying is not I'll extend the grace to empower you. What we're saying is I'm going to extend grace to myself as I engage in this journey to become an entrepreneurial uh, spirit or to be an entrepreneur myself, but somehow I'm going to engage in my spiritual self. I'm going to give grace to myself. I'm going to give grace to the world and I'm just going to go with it. I'm going to see what happens in that regard because that's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're charged with according to my priest homily we're charged to create and out of creating comes grace so i i like grace i am working on an acronym <laughs> we'll see wonderful. we'll see if that comes to fruition that's a wonderful word it really communicates well let's let's kind of step uh, aside a little bit let's talk about the program itself uh i understand it to be about a 10-hour total involvement what are your objectives if, if I go through your program, what is it that I'm going to see and what can I hope to walk away with as far as information, uh, motivation, whatever it might be? It's, uh, that's a great question. I'll take it first and I'll hand it off to Tara yeah. when I'm done. I think from my point of view, it's a, you were doing 10 modules, right? And, you know, Entrepreneurship education is an evolution. I think if you ask Bauer and you ask all the different top schools, they'll all tell you it's an evolution. And we're, we as educators are learning just as well as the students are, right? And my main focus is that people, uh, students, whoever comes into the program will have the ability to start a company at the end. And so you need to look at Rick, you need to look at what are the steps that are needed to empower someone, provide them grace, so that they are uh, able to start something. And I think we can all, especially this post-COVID environment, we can all say that we're all in need of some a, a refresher of our social skills, right? Yes. We've, been, we've, we've all been isolated for quite a bit. Um, so, and with that, I think comes confidence. Right, because I think when you're out there, you know, as you, if you and Rick and Rick and I, you've we've done a lot in our years doing networking. But that those first, you know, those first times you go networking, you're nervous, you know. And I think we need to focus on right off the bat building confidence in people, kind of refreshing those social skills. That's one of them, and that goes hand in hand to having a mentor. You have to have a mentor. You need to have someone there, as you know, and all of us in our lives has always been very, I've been very lucky to have someone on, the, on my side who could tell you, you know, what to do, where to go and help you out, you know, like, uh, like they say, carry you, you know, when things are tough, right? And I think that's, that's also very key. And outside of those first things that start out, we're gonna go through our, our program that naturally empowers someone, gets them out, not just networking in their community, not networking in their local community, but gets them online, on LinkedIn, um, gets them talking to people, um, has them have them create their own video. I love people. You know, um, you know what? We uh, probably in your business audience, we all know what an MVP, minimal viable product. We've kind of heard it bat around a few times. I always love people making commercials. I always have my students making commercials, and gives people to show stuff. Right. So we have them making commercials and and doing promotions early, so they can start talking. And as you know. 
probably one of the one of the more also keystone things I'm just going to finish up here is pitching. You mean it's great to um, be confident. It's great to have a commercial. It's great to have all these things. But if you can't pitch, you know this, Rick, if you can't pitch well, you know, you're not going to get that next meeting, right? You're not going to get that interest, right? So we're also going to teach them pitching and then, you know, how to set up your business and things like that. So those are really some of the, it's kind of an overview of those are some of the key things we're going to hit on. But I think, I think we can all agree those are very important things to get an entrepreneur up and going. Tara, what do you think, what, what do you, what are you interested in? What do you want to help out when we do these things? What are you well, looking one, one of the, one of the biggest things with people that have disabilities or people that do life differently is that confidence piece, that knowing how to navigate the world, because if you remember, if you grow up doing life differently, the world is not kind and the world is not nice. And most of the students, because we also have um, a college degree program at University of St. Thomas for people that, that have learning differences, uh, most of the students that are coming in have the same story, that they have been so beat down. There's no opportunities. No one knows how to reach them. No one has taught them. They don't know how to learn this. They're, they're embarrassed to say that they need things this way or that way. They're, they're just they're so beat down. Their self-confidence is so beat down. So in this particular program we are going to be teaching confidence and 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 how to how to pitch and how to do those things but the bigger issue is getting people to understand that if you do life differently that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you there's something wrong with the rest of the world you're the one with all the ideas you're the one with all the the creativity you're the one that that thinks correctly the rest of the world just hasn't figured it out yet and so how can we pull those ideas out of you that you have how can we empower you to get out there and work through all those things that you're nervous about, work through the anxieties and work through the being nervous in front of a, a crowd of people, work through talking in public, work through the social skills deficits that you might have. How do we work through all of that? Because you matter. There's nothing wrong with you. There's something wrong with the rest of the world and teaching that, that in this world where some people do life differently, teaching them that they're the ones that matter. Um, that's one of the hallmark learning objectives in this whole program. Because if you, if you don't even know where you fit, if you think you don't fit, if you, then you're going to think your ideas don't matter. You're not going to know how to create. You're not going to know how to take something from start to finish. So you got to be empowered to figure out, number one, I matter. I have value because I exist. And that's, that's the overarching learning objective from my point of view in this whole thing. They'll, they'll learn how to run the financial piece. They'll learn how to do business stuff. They'll learn how to make commercials. They'll learn how to take an idea um, and, and tweak it out and check competition. They'll learn all of that, but they're also gonna learn about themselves. And, and for me, that value piece is the most important one. Well, it sounds like you folks have your work cut out for you. I'm very yeah, excited yeah. To, to hear the summation of it as you evaluate it. Patrick, if someone is interested uh, and has someone or themselves that would qualify, where do they go to get more information and perhaps sign up for the program make application? That's a great question. We're gonna um, we're gonna start posting up our Eventbrite. We're gonna the first round, the first cohort is going to be a pilot, so we're only going to accept a very limited amount of people. And what I'm going to do is uh, when we have the uh, cohort uh, Eventbrite up, I'm going to send it over to you, Rick. So you can put it along with this video. Okay. Um, so I don't have clearly on the link right now in front of me. And if I had mentioned the link, it'd be very long X, Y, Z, you know, type of thing. So I'll, I'll make sure that's over to you so we can post it along with this video. Uh, the other thing too, is if you want to contact me directly or contact Tara directly, I'll also, um, also send those emails along to you and please do post that as well. But if you're, you know, if you're at a hankering, you really want to reach us right now, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, Patrick Woke, W-O-O-C-K, and Tara Torres. You can reach either one of us. We're on LinkedIn. We're out you know, in social media. Be, feel free to reach us. Um, if, if you uh, do see this video um, or, or hear us on the radio, you know, reach out to Rick, and I sh I'm sure Rick can, can, can hand along our, our contact information, Rick, if you don't mind. Absolutely. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. you know, even if you just want to learn about the program, even if you want to support the program, um, you know, we're here for this. This is a great uh, powerful in Denver that really will empower a lot of amazing people. Well, congratulations to both of you. We really, you. Uh, here you. in the business community, I can tell you, I don't speak for everyone, obviously, but uh, in general, uh, that this is a wonderful idea 
And again, I'm truly excited to hear about the summation, how what you did with the program, and uh, perhaps Patrick will even have you guys, both of you or you, come back and kind of give us your thoughts. And, and at a later time, we can publish it and put it in one of the shows. So again, thank you for taking time today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed that conversation uh, with Dr. Patrick Woke and Dr. Tara Torres. A uh, very interesting program they developed, and I want to thank them for taking time to join us here on the Weekly Business Hour uh, and enlighten us about this exciting new entrepreneurship program that they and the University of St. Thomas are offering. And I also want to thank uh, President Richard Ludwig of the University of St. Thomas. Uh, he apparently supports in a big way, this type of education to reach out and be inclusive, and in this case, open programs for budding entrepreneurs from all walks of life. I want to remind you that this program uh, will be available on podcast uh, later in the week, on Wednesday of this week, so you can go to many sources. You can go to our website at onebestconsult.com. That's onebestconsult.com, and you can re-listen. And if you missed part of the, of the show, or if you particularly want to share it with somebody, we'd appreciate it. Share the program with someone in business and see uh, if they will come on board and be a regular listener as well. Well, what's coming up the second half of the weekly business hour? First, we're going to go to the mailbag. Uh, we've got a question. Uh, how do I hold on to my customers? Well, that's an age-old question, one that uh, most of us deal with. Uh, at least in the background every day, an important key to successful business. Uh, but this particular email addressed it in light of all the different things that are going on with inflation, recession, uh, the political situation, all this turmoil, so to speak, and the impact it's having on people's buying decisions. So we'll address that. And then I'll finish up today's show, as I like to do with the One Best Consult tip of the week. This week, it's entitled, Do You Have What It Takes to Succeed as an Entrepreneur? Review some of the basics uh, that people who start out to, to find a business and, and start a business or buy a business, some of the basic things you need to make sure that you have uh, those characteristics or that you can farm them out, so to speak. It's a good thing to check yourself from time to time, even if you've been in business for 5, 10, 20 years. So, Stay with us, please. We're going to take our bottom of the hour break, and we'll be right back with you on the Weekly Business Hour. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look up the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Well, you're listening to the Weekly Business Hour. I'm Rick Schisler. Uh, I am favored enough to be your host. I'm also a Silver Fox advisor and the founder of OneBestConsult.com. Well, the second hour of the show, uh, we're going to go into the mailbag. We're also going to talk about our tip of the week. But before we get into that, uh, I want to remind you that the podcast of today's show will be available in a couple days. You can find it in many different places on social media. But just go to YouTube, Facebook, find the Weekly Business Hour page, easy place to find it. Click on it, and you'll find today's show posted along with a history going back a couple years of previous shows. So please... Uh, use that resource if you want to relook or you want to share 
the program with a friend or a fellow business person. Also, I want to remind you that you as a business, particularly here in Conroe, Montgomery County, it's a good idea to consider sponsoring the weekly business hour. It's real simple. Uh, I have a lot of impact here in the local market. Uh, so please reach out to me. Let me know. Just drop me an email at one best consult. That's the number one best consult at gmail.com. I'll send you back some information and hopefully you find it favorable and we can sign you up to sponsor the weekly business hour. Well, let's go to the mailbag. We've got a little bit of time left today and I want to get into this. Uh, some of this uh, will be a rehash for most of you because particularly if you're successful in your business because you've been doing these kind of things uh, to maintain customers. But Scott M. Uh, from North Houston uh, in his business, the question he posed is, how do I hold on to my customers? Uh, and he goes on to point out in his email, and I'm going to paraphrase, lots of forces at work right now in the economy that normally either aren't there or they're not as strong as they are now. And it's causing his customers, he's observed, to slow down or stop their buying. Uh, and he's concerned, and he says, what can I do to get that buying back up? What can I do to, to keep these people in the fold? And there's several things, Scott, that you can do. Uh, again, most of these you should be doing, if not all of them, anyway, regardless of what the current economic conditions are. And the first and foremost, and this is a daily exercise, but it's one that I find business owners don't really pay enough attention to. Uh, they themselves may do it, but it's an exercise that requires everyone involved with your business, uh, your employees, your vendors, everyone involved with your business needs to do uh, the following. They need to maintain, improve, and nurture all the relationships related to your business. Now, first and foremost, right, customers. Do what you can to build those relationships, and there's just lots and lots of ideas out there. This is not rocket science because there's been so much uh, spoken, written about this. But the focus of the day, every day, is maintain, improve, and build relationships with customers, with vendors, with everybody you do business with, everyone you know in business, your CPA. Everybody needs to feel like you're a number one business. And if they do, they're going to do business with you, and hopefully, and what we're trying to do is maximize the amount of business that they do with you. A uh, second and more direct thing that you may not be doing is diversify your offerings. In other words, look at what your business is providing, your services, your products, and see if there's a related product or service, something you can add on or even separate that you can put in your product service mix that would add some additional sales that your current workforce can understand, that they can deal. If there's some training involved, then that can be executed uh, fairly quickly. But take a look and see if there's an area in your market that you could provide a product or service and therefore increase your sales. Uh, third thing, it's all about marketing. Uh, I heard a story the other day. Uh, business wasn't doing that well, and one of the first things they did, right? I mean, you hear this time and time again. They cut their marketing, among some other things. But people immediately run and cut their marketing and cut their advertising. Uh, and if you plan to stay in business through a challenging time such as we're in now, uh, you can't do that. In fact, you need to look at increasing that. Find other places to cut your expenses and your cost. But increase your marketing when the wind is blowing the hardest and you're having the hardest time to move forward in your business. Don't cut your marketing. Don't be afraid to ask your customers what they need and want. This is talking to customers, and it is a hard thing to do. I personally experienced it in business to talk to them. That could be a survey, it could be a letter, an email, asking them to tell you, what, what can we do? What do you need from us? Can we do something differently? I mean, you experience that every day yourself. You go on Amazon, they're always asking for feedback you need to make sure that you're getting some feedback. It's not all about your gut. Look for feedback, very important. And finally, as always, the devil's in the details. Be sure you tend to the details. Don't drop the ball on anything 
even if it's a small item, make sure that your business is running on all cylinders, as my grandfather used to like to say. All cylinders need to be fired. They need to be doing that, whether we're in a challenging time or smooth sailing, growth and whatnot. Make sure that the, you don't let the devil in the details bring your business down. Well, our business tip of the week. I want to shift to that with the remaining time we have. Best consult tip of the week. Do you have what it takes to succeed as an entrepreneur? Uh, one of the things that if you know me, uh, perhaps have worked with me directly or have listened to our show, uh, I feel it's extremely important that when you select uh, a business to get involved in, when you have an idea that you want to develop, that you sort of check on yourself first and make sure that you, yourself, your family, those will be directly impacted by your decision to move forward with your business, business idea, that you have the characteristics it takes, the skill set it takes to truly be successful, to have that opportunity to be successful. And there's several things that I feel are more important than others. I mean, this list could run into the hundreds. But first and foremost, do you have the ability to manage money? Do you currently manage your own money, your family's money, and do a good job? You need to ask yourself that and, and be honest about that. Because when you start a business now, now you're going to have to manage the money of the business. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to do the bookkeeping. Uh, but a lot of people, when they first start, do the bookkeeping because they wear many hats and have many functions, many responsibilities when they first start a business. But make sure that you can manage the money. And the first test is, are you managing your own money, the money of your own family? Are you doing a good job? Do you know how to do it? Do you know how to timely do it? Very, very important characteristic to have before you bet on a new business idea, a new business. Secondly, I believe, is the ability to identify strengths and weaknesses. Strengths and weaknesses in yourself, but most importantly, as you start a business, you will at some point engage others to help you, either as a contract employee or as an employee. You'll be selecting vendors, and you really want to be able to read people and determine what their strengths and weaknesses are. Uh, and there's books out there. There's things you can do to study. If you have a mentor like myself, we I work people through this all the time and evaluate personnel with them, the strengths and weaknesses to make sure that they generally fit the profile of someone that can help your business not hurt it. Again, vendors, right? Customers <laughs> to some extent, but vendors and employees, employees being the key one there. And that leads to the next one, the ability to hire effective people. I personally believe it's one of the most, if not the most critical aspect of building a business is your ability to identify talent, your ability to hire people, the square peg in the square hole. That's the methodology I was taught when I was growing up, is finding the right people to fit the positions that you have. Uh, it's a skill. I think there's a little bit of art sometimes. But when, again, when you start the business, chances are you're going to be one, the one doing the hiring directly and maybe you'll always be involved in the process but you've got to build your skill set up here and you've got to feel comfortable about doing it uh, and it's a neat skill to develop again because you look at companies that do well small medium or large they have the best people and that is obviously the key to success is your ability to select to train and to encourage and motivate the people who work for you. So your ability to hire the right people is essential for you to get where you want to go in your business. Last but not le at least, again, moving up the ladder a little bit is the ability to manage staff. Do you have what it takes to be a manager? And that's not just pointing to things or barking orders, but the ability, again, to identify the best people. And once you bring them on to make sure they're trained make sure they're as effective, they're given the tools they need, all the things that go into managing people. It's very important because you've got to constantly motivate, encourage, and develop your staff. It goes on and on. Eventually, it may just be a senior team 
of people as your business has grown big and you have people below you that supervise and manage, but you've got to feel comfortable, is my point, in managing your people. So it's an important thing to do. Again, there's lots of opportunity out there to get educated, to get experience, to work with a mentor like myself or others that help you become the manager you need to be. But first and foremost, I think you have to feel comfortable in managing people because some people like to be in business just for themselves or maybe one or two employees. They're comfortable. That's great. We need those kind of businesses typically. But the idea, if you want to grow it and you want to have more people, then you got to feel good about managing. So don't forget, identify strengths and weaknesses, learn how to hire the most effective people you can for your business, and then have the ability to manage those people. Very critical. And you start off, to me, right at the very beginning, is can you manage money effectively? Do you do that? Do you have that characteristic? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you taking time to join us today. Uh, that brings us to the end of today's show. Uh, I also, again, want to thank Dr. Patrick Woke and Dr. Tara Torres for sharing their exciting new entrepreneurship program. Uh, keep an eye on the University of St. Thomas uh, and the things that Dr. Woke is doing there. Uh, a lot of great opportunities for entrepreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs to find education through workshops, through programs, through classes. The University of St. Thomas got a great, great institution there. Please put a note on your calendar to join us next Monday right here at 11 a.m. We'll be back with a new show. And again, look for a video podcast of today's show on the Weekly Business Hour page at IRLoneStar.com. That's the radio station we're coming to you from, Lone Star Community Radio. Go to IRLoneStar.com, click on the businesses, I mean, excuse me, the shows. You'll find the Weekly Business Hour, and you can listen to a recording of the show. And as I always try to encourage people, until next week, stay engaged and always keep your focus on what's important for your business. Thanks. Thank you.